We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What up? Welcome back to the show. It is Maggie and Perloff. It's Friday, and we've got the NBA All-Star Weekend upon us. Uh, It's basically, you know, kind of for kids, but... I'm sure we'll tune in, catch the dunk contest a little bit. Dunk contest is my favorite thing in the world, and I hate this field. I know <laughs> it's, it's for kids. It's for kids and yeah. Andrew Perloff. <laughs> I love the dunk contest, and I just don't like that it's pure G League right now. It's a little bit short on star power this year, um, but we also have the All-Star Game. Now, this is kind of, I think, a little weak for the NBA is that, okay, so they pick teams, right? This is what they've been doing for the last couple of years. You have the captains, LeBron and Giannis. Giannis, by the way, hurt his wrist last night. So yeah. I don't even know what's going on with him. Joel Embiid's not going to play. He's got a foot injury. But instead of picking the teams like a couple days before, now they're going to pick pick up sides like right before the game, like a true pickup basketball game. I got him. You got him. I got him. However, the NBA is apparently very concerned about the players' feelings. And they don't want someone to be picked last. <laughs> this is real. According to Adam Silver, they don't want someone to be picked last. So they're going to have them. They're, they're toying with the idea that you'd have to pick the reserves first and then pick the starters. Honestly, I know this sounds so soft, but I kind of get it. That's the but problem. Someone's still going to get picked last. Yeah, I, yeah, it's true. So when they're picking the reserves, there's presumably pick the best reserve first. Is that how it works? Of course. I mean, yes. If you're trying to win, you the can't game. pick the back end of your team first and then okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Well, it's a little better from an optics standpoint. But if you're the last reserve. But haven't you secretly made fun of the last guy picked in your mind every All Star you know, break? To, well, all, yes. I, <laughs> Remember yeah. last year where they froze out James Harden? I mean, it's been it was great. <laughs> been pretty much a lot of Rudy Gobert is, or unless he's starting, he's picked last a lot. Well, was Bradley Beal ever taken last too? I don't. I don't know. I don't know because people want Bradley Beal on their team, so they uh, they want to sign him. So I think oh, he right. probably went higher. But anyway, I I understand the optics. Yeah, it's a little weak. But everyone acts like picking all-star teams is so natural. It's something we never did in the last few years. Got to be honest, I I think this is something that men deal with just a lot more than women. Like, I feel like a lot of your childhoods was a lot of picking teams. And women, I I don't feel like, have these same scars that you guys have. We've we've been cut from teams. We've lost. Like, all that stuff. But the whole picking up. I don't know. Maybe I just am not a pickup basketball player, so maybe it's just me. Oh, it's anything. It's dodgeball. It's kickball. It's anything. You were never picked last in anything because I remember. Not. I'm an Adonis. No. I'm so just how about kidding. the other side glass? You guys ever get picked last? Do you guys ever? Yes. You yes. have gotten picked Absolutely. last too, yeah, yeah. and it hurts your feelings, right? A little, yeah. But I was also maybe like 12 years old, so it is what it is. But definitely 12 year old me got very offended. No, but I mean 12 years old. That's when the scars really get yeah. formed. Yeah. You know, that's so, when they cut deep, Connor. 
Pick Luckily, last? I was always a decent athlete, so I was never last. Sometimes in the middle, you know, depending on what kind of group I was with, but never last. I might have been last, but I think my height got me picked second to last a few times. <laughs> you know, if, if you're the looking at all gifts. things being equal, yeah. I was the tallest kid in my class in fifth grade. So, yeah, but so that is I. totally traumatizing. Yeah. But I think I feel like we picked girls in elementary school, too. We played a lot so. of dodgeball and... And capture the flag and things. Yeah, I guess. I just I don't have a lot of vivid memories of this. What what hurts more? Getting let's go into childhood trauma. Getting picked last for a sports thing, or when you find out someone's having a sleepover or a birthday party and you didn't get invited. Ooh, getting oh, picked last. I feel like it's the birthday party thing. Yeah, too. I think yeah. birthday party. You yeah. feel it's and everyone's gone through it from the most popular person in school to the least popular person. It's a universal experience and it universally sucks. Yeah, I mean now we have a mental a national mental health crisis because of Instagram and I know. all the I've been reading. It feels quaint what we went through yeah, all those I years mean, ago and now looking back. There's a lot of stories about how it's impossible for teenagers now because of social media. Yeah. You know, I have a twelve year old daughter. I, I think about that a lot. You know what else is really painful? You guys ever been cut from a team? Yeah, it's the worst. Yeah, I, eighth grade, eighth grade basketball, and I was shocked. I thought I was going to be starting, and <laughs> oh, oh no, no, I'm sorry, seven, it was seventh grade, and it shocked me. I did not know what. Wait, was how happening. did you think you were going to be starting, but you because actually got I, cut? <laughs> That's because the coach was insane. We had no idea. He he cut like three three really good players. In fact, some really good players, guys who became like high school players. Not um, I was a bench warmer. Yeah, but everybody got cut. We didn't know what criteria was was there something like nefarious going on like he no, was picking it was seventh favorites? grade we were we were 11 years we were 12 <laughs> years old he had no idea who was going to be good <laughs> oh gosh but you were the tallest kid not by seventh grade but then by eighth grade i was dominant and we we <laughs> brought the uh the squad back together about came with middle school Justin Ciccarelli, Mike Bernstein, Andrew Perloff. Oh, man. We were unstoppable. Run DM, and, too. Sorry, I'm just going to... The our dream coach, team. Yeah, the dream team. Our coach was named Dr. Smith, which uh, is only relevant because he got interviewed for a whole chapter of the Kobe Bryant book. Kobe came to my high school, middle school, in eighth grade. Oh, wow. And Dr. Smith was Probably one of his... Probably cut him. Yeah, no. He clearly one, couldn't <laughs> see talent, that guy. Well, no, no, he's the one who finally got me on the team. Oh, okay. The eighth grade coach was awesome. The seventh grade coach was a total jerk. Oh, I lost you. But okay. anyway, he was a huge influence on me, and he was a massive influence on Kobe Bryant. That's cool. Yeah. Now, obviously, Kobe's basketball career went in a completely different direction. <laughs> Slightly. <laughs> uh, first round pick. You were playing on the JV team at Dartmouth. But I'm oh, sorry. Similar. This is an aside, but you played tennis. Yeah. Losing, I played some tennis. Losing a tennis match Crushing. is painful because there's no one to turn to. Cannot it's blame just anybody. You. Just why did I suck today? Uh, but I have gotten cut. I got cut from a travel soccer team. Oh, no. Brutal. Why? I wasn't very good, <laughs> to be honest. I would have been shocked if I made it. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you try out? Well, my friends were doing it. So I decided to go out for the team. Travel. I mean, first of all, travel soccer coming out of Bingham to New York. That's elite stuff. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, uh, no. <laughs> it's yeah. a little cold for soccer, no? You think? We played indoor. Oh, okay. Which is cool. And it's also like the death cage. <laughs> the balls <laughs> bouncing all over and just flying into people's heads. I digress. Perloff, yeah. you have an against the grain. Shall, shall we get to that? Please. Let's go. <laughs> Okay, this is not original because I've said it before, but now I I now have to reiterate it. <laughs> it, and I mean it times a thousand. ESPN's Tim Bontemps does an amazing job. Every year he does two or three straw polls of NBA MVP voters, 
and ranks where he thinks it'll end up. Guess who's number one this year in Tim Bontemps' latest poll? It was Jason Tatum in December, but a new player has risen to the top. I think I know who it is. Who? Two-time MVP, Nicole Jokic. Yes. That dude is going to win another MVP. His third in a row. Yeah. And I ask you, what happened to the Denver Nuggets in the playoffs last year? They lost to the Warriors. In how many games? Five in round one. I mean, come on. If the Warriors he's the, did go on to win the title. I'm sorry, go ahead. If he's the You're, NBA MVP, if he's the most valuable player in the NBA, and I know it's a regular season award and they've won the regular season, doesn't he have to be good enough to get his team to the finals at least once in this three MVP run? There is no – I wouldn't vote for him in a million years. I don't care if he goes Will Chamberlain and scores 50 points a game. <laughs> he's obviously not the most valuable player. Obviously. Because the Nuggets have not won a single thing. Okay, but – the most valuable player where he didn't have a lot of help around him couldn't beat the most valuable, the best team. It ended up being the Warriors as the best team. They lost to the eventual champs. That doesn't right. mean anything to you? Nothing. It also is a regular season He lost award. in five games in the first round. But he didn't have anybody around should, him either. Okay, I know it's a regular season award. So everyone says, that's what everyone on Twitter said to me. It's a regular season award. They don't call it the regular season MVP. They call it the NBA MVP. But they so vote on it before the playoffs start. They might, but they have to realize that they just voted for this dude twice in a row and he flamed out in the playoffs. You have to consider that, don't you? If you're a voter, are you really going to vote for him one more time? He's going to be a three-time MVP voter who can't get out of the second round except for the bubble year? Well, I mean, I think the Nuggets could be set up to go to the finals this year. The Western Conference is really bunched together, and they're finally knock on wood healthy. Unfortunately, you're just not that good because he's not really the most valuable player. He's a numbers. He's averaging a triple double. Yeah. He's basically a seven foot tall Russell Westbrook with a much better shot. <laughs> I just don't think he, he doesn't play any defense. I don't think that style is going to win that ball dominant sort of Luka Doncic, Nikola Jokic style is not going to win in the playoffs. The team that moves the ball around and spreads out these numbers is going to beat him. Okay, but and Jokic he's going to lose a, again this year. But Jokic gets praised all the time for what a great passer he is. I know but the same dumb voters who voted for Russell Westbrook at MVP are going to vote for Jokic three times in a row because they just see these gaudy numbers when that's clearly not what wins championships in the NBA. Okay, so in your opinion, then, should Steph Curry be winning it every year? Like, who should be winning? Because LeBron Honestly, James I think doesn't it should win every year. There's only three players in the last 12 years, I think, who should have won the MVP. LeBron and? LeBron, Steph Curry, and Kevin Durant. I don't even, I do not care about the, Kevin I Durant. Kevin Durant couldn't won one playoff series in Brooklyn. How is he an MVP by your no, standards? No, over the last 12 years. Oh, well, he joined a super team. He doesn't get the credit for that. Well, he's still good enough, honestly, and we'll see him this year in Phoenix. He's a much better player than Jokic. Well, he's also, yeah, now he's on a great team, too. No, I mean, how about that time that he carried uh, the Nets basically seven games with the Bucks with four G Leaguers around him. That was a, that was the most impressive playoff series he's ever had. Well, he did have Harden. Harden happened to be hurt in that series, but he, he didn't play. Oh, did he, he played most of the series? Well, I mean, honestly, exactly. That's like a guy in the a batter who's about to go up having a donut around his bat. Playing with Harden <laughs> is an incredible achievement. Harden won the MVP, and he's not in the top 25 players in the NBA. Well, okay. So I think maybe the question is, is it the fact that you really – you do have a problem with Jokic in his game. You've said this before. He's and great, but he's not – to me, he's not a championship kind of player. Okay, but maybe then your real problem is with the award in itself. No, no. My real problem is the way they vote for the wrong guy every year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, then it's – then your your beef is with the media, not with the player. Well – 
Yes, they're voting for the wrong people. They should vote for the guy who they think contributes the most, who's really the most valuable player in the NBA. You don't think Giannis deserved those two MVPs? Um, he did get to a finals, but before he got the second MVP, he hadn't yes. been to the finals I have yet. no problem with Giannis because he won the title. He got to, because, and he won the title, obviously. Yes, although, honestly, I, I'm not sure Giannis was more valuable. I can't remember. Was he up against a good Curry and, and KD year, or was he before that? No, he was up against a hurt KD year. Yeah, so Giannis is is okay. He's a little better than Jokic because at least he plays defense. But you have to be a championship-caliber player. Honestly, I, I just think the NBA and but, all but the writers the thing, are caught up on the wrong thing. But things. here's the thing. When, you vote, when they vote for the award is the day, I believe it's the day after the season ends, the regular season. So yeah. you don't know if you're voting for a championship but you person know it, yet. But you do know it fell flat the two years before. Okay. You have to consider that. Okay, but I also think, don't you have to give a little grace to guys it's tough to win your first title, and Jokic is 27 years old. It's not like he's been mm. in the league for years and mm. years, and he's this perennial loser. But he's won two MVPs already. I know, but it we see, he still could be a champion. I like think Giannis that, won his second MVP and then went on to win the title. I think when you're looking year. at MVP, you got to look at the player. If he played that year, who's most likely to win a title? And I don't think a lot of voters, honestly, in an honest moment, think that's Joker. I think they think other guys could be more effective. Honestly. Yeah, but then you're only voting for the same guys probably. Well, they're voting for Joker over and over again. But, like, would you have put Jason Tatum in an MVP conversation before they got to the finals this year? Nope. Now I will, though. Okay, but now, so, like, that that's like a chicken or the egg thing. Like, yeah, the finals shown... have to come first before you can yes. even get into the possible MVP yes. voting? Yes. Yeah, so what's wrong so, with so that? So Steve Nash should not have his two. See, those were two of the most ridiculous MVPs I've ever seen in my life because that was all Mike D'Antoni's system that everybody put up huge numbers. There's no way Nash should have won over Shaq. That was an absolute joke. And by the way, I think I'm not alone on that. There are a lot of people who look back at that year when Nash scored 15 points a game and Shaq just dominated the whole league. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I honestly think you should not vote for Joker. And I don't think he's going to win. I think people are going to come around to this. And have I, fatigue. So who? Did, so this year, so, Steph Curry is hurt. KD so just demanded a trade. And I, listen. No, he's got Curry, LeBron, and KD are too old now. It's going to come down to Embiid, Giannis, and Joker. And maybe Tatum gets in there. And maybe Luka. But I think that they, I think they're going to be tempted by Do you think Luka Doncic plays a winning style of basketball? No, not at all. But I, think, <laughs> I was going to say, yet somehow he should be in the running. No, I, I don't like this high-usage European. Like I, I watched James Harden, for example, the other day. And I'll just see the end of my rant. It was a close game against the Cavs. Yeah, they were up by 25 the whole game yeah. and let it go. Okay, they needed a basket desperately at the end. James Harden comes down, dribbles the entire 24-second clock, then yeah. takes a step back three. The kind of stuff Luka does all the time, too. That is garbage basketball. You cannot win that way. You can win an MVP, but you're not going to win a title, Maggie. I'm done. <laughs> okay, rant over. Do you agree with Perloff? I, I don't really have a problem with it. If you're great in the regular season, that's what the award is. Like That's not really what the award is. They should give... A they don't call best it the regular player season MVP. of the playoffs award. Uh, no, that's basically Ooh. just your finals MVP. Uh, but it never really works out like that. Dirk Nowitzki won an MVP early in his career, and then they flamed out early. And they lost in the first round the next yeah. year. Yeah, and then he won the title uh, in a year that he didn't get any MVP love because he disappointed the voters in the postseason. I think that's the way it should be. Wow. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Now, if Jokic does win a third MVP in a row, it would be some pretty exclusive company. There's only been three other players in the NBA who have ever done three in a row, I'm saying. Yeah. It's been Will Chamberlain. It's been Bill Russell. 
and it's been Larry Bird. Man, it's what did those three have in common <laughs> that the Joker does not have? Well, you know. Uh, a lot of NBA Finals trips. That's true. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to John, who's in Wisconsin, listening to us on 1250. What's up, John? Hey, what's up, guys? Um, you know, Perloff, I think you're you're so close <laughs> with with your with your Joker take, and I agree. Um, it's not just because I like Giannis, but I agree he should not be the MVP. It's not a championship style that that he has, um, and I think that the MVP is sort of uh, it, it should extend in the playoffs and and you know all of that. But then you made a comment that well he doesn't play much defense, right? Well, that shouldn't just be like a that shouldn't be a side comment. And every time we have this discussion for media talking heads, it's always like they throw in, oh, mm. and he plays defense. Defense is like 50%. There's a reason why your first point about him not playing championship basketball is because of defense. Offense wins in the regular season. You get into the postseason. Yep. The teams are clamped down. And Joker is a bottom 100 one-on-one defender. So it has to be a massive part of the conversation. That's my point. Well, John, one thing, though, great point. Thanks John. for making it. John, I hate to yeah. say it, Embiid could steal it from Giannis if that's the case. Because Giannis hey, is, hey, is playing greater defense, but yeah. Embiid's a force on defense. I agree with you there, and I think if it was between Giannis and Embiid, I'm okay with Giannis ceding it to Embiid because Embiid is fantastic. But but Joker being heads and tails above Giannis, who is potentially the best two-way player in the world, is just a joke, in my opinion. John noted, and... I don't know. I can't say it's a joke, but I think that John brings up the great point, which is we do kind of throw in ON defense yeah. when maybe we should focus on it a lot more. Yeah. Uh, I like this one from Thomas in the chat's got a, a point for you. Okay. Your point is he said, here's an argument in Perloff's favor. LeBron hasn't won in the last 10 years. Do you mean to say he wasn't the best in the NBA even once during that yeah. time? It does, that doesn't make a lot of it's sense. It's like Michael Jordan did win a right. lot of MVPs. Fatigue, you don't want to vote for the same guy, which is funny because they wouldn't vote for LeBron because they got tired of it, but they're going to vote for Joker every year? I think there's something about that NBA community, the NBA media community, that just appreciates this. And it was like Steve Nash, the passing. The, the slow white guys? Is that what we're talking <laughs> yeah, about? Well, I think Nash was slow, but uh, just like the the passing and and – all in his offensive skill set. Yeah, but that was all D'Antoni. Nash did nothing without D'Antoni. I mean, everybody. Sean Marion scored like 23 points a game. I, I Whatever. I'm not going to get into that MVP. Why did they like Westbrook? Why did they like Harden? It was the same thing as Joker. These big, gaudy numbers that just really aren't accurate. I'll agree with you. I thought Embiid got hosed last year. I thought it should have been Embiid. I thought it was about a tie between the two. I don't think Embiid's a championship winning player either. He turns the ball over way too much. 855-2124-CBS, 855-2124-227. You're welcome to weigh in on that conversation. Perloff going against the grain. Jokic, no third MVP for that guy, according is it, to Is Perloff. that against the grain, by the way? Because three in a row seems like a lot for that guy. I think a lot of people love Jokic. Like NBA fans? <laughs> no. Random people on the street. Yeah, I don't know. Yes, NBA fans. Do you think people like him like they like Giannis? No, I don't think so. You know, one thing that Jokic doesn't do that, this is just a little side rant, he's probably, like, he's got no footprint. Like, he plays in Denver. He's got no commercials. He's got no nothing. There's no... Nobody likes him. He's the dad bod god. (laughs) He appeals to 45-year-old NBA writers, not to kids. Well, like, yeah, but I guess, like... He's also the tall guy. That No one likes that. People love Giannis. He's the tall guy. People love Shaq. He's the tall guy. 
But Giannis is not the tall guy like Joker is a tall guy. Giannis can also run like crazy. Well, that's true. And he probably lies about his height and says he's not seven feet tall. All right, coming up, I go into a sensory deprivation cone of silence. Oh, we could do that now? I think we're going to do it now. But I do demand one thing. What's that? Afterwards, you come out with a home for Aaron Rodgers in 2023. That's what I should be meditating on? That's what he's doing. Somewhere in the darkness, you're going to find the answer. Okay, Connor, keep the YouTube stream going on me right now. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio if you want to listen. I, I want to watch. We're gonna. I'm going to put a blindfold on because we can't get it super dark in here because this is actually a functioning TV and radio studio. <laughs> Do you have a blindfold? I think I'm going to use the scarf that was gifted to us by the great folks at the Special Olympics. We don't have anything else around here. We're bare bones. <laughs> okay. I, have a, I have a coat. I could just put a coat over my head. Whatever whatever you feel is the appropriate <laughs> darkness no, deprivation. I'm, I'm going to put the scarf around my, around my face. I can go in the newsroom and see if anybody has any ayahuasca if you want the <laughs> full Aaron Rodgers experience. You know, this newsroom, I wouldn't be surprised if you had a couple takers. <laughs> 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. I'm going into the darkness. I'll tell you where Aaron Rodgers is going to be playing in 2023. Next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome back to the Maggie. Oh, no. Welcome back to the Maggie Perloff Show. 
Maggie Gray has been in a darkness deprivation situation for five minutes, and we were trying to fool her by going longer than five minutes, so I'm on the other side of the glass, but it did <gasps> not work. I just freaked out. <laughs> she wimped out and pulled off her scarf. <laughs> Hold I... on, Stu, you come here and vamp. I'm going to go back to my mic and see how Maggie's doing. She's pulling an Aaron Rodgers, and it didn't go so well. I totally am disoriented because I heard somebody come into the studio, and I thought, okay, it's Perloff. It's time to do the show again. And I was like, all right, Perloff, is it time? And it, there was no answer. It's like, is it time? Is the show starting? No answer. And then the door opens and shuts again. It's like, what's going on? <laughs> Wait a minute. So we our whole plan was to, to try and go a minute or two longer by me being on the other side of the glass. <laughs> <laughs> just to see. How'd you know that we were back? Or you just panicked? It was just the door opening and shutting. That's it. I would have never known. Wait, the door, okay, the door opened and shut because Stu came in here to film you and started oh, laughing too hard. I thought it was for love. You could, Stu, you heard me being like, is somebody yes, in here? Yes, I, I was like, oh. <laughs> so, so, I'm on the other side of the glass, and Stu comes over. He's laughing hysterically. <laughs> I, I'm wondering how long, how long we can make you sit in darkness. I, I, like by, the way, by the way, I don't know. We were kind of watching you. Your hands were going up to your face. You could sense a little bit of panic coming yes, in. Because I, I, I think I have like a sixth sense about how long our breaks are. So I could tell we were getting to the end. Well, I, we, I felt like it. We turned down all the different. There's a lot of bells and whistles to let the host know that <laughs> yeah, the no, show is coming nothing. back. So we turned them all down. Uh, Connor turned them down. And uh, all right, I'm sorry for doing that. No, you oh my gosh, two, I just had a heart attack. Twelve though. seconds into the night, uh, you went five minutes and twelve seconds. What did you learn about yourself, Maggie Gray? Okay, in this darkness situation. I'm so glad I did this because <laughs> I want to tell you guys about the journey that I just went on. Five minutes of darkness and full silence. Five minutes and twelve seconds. Yeah, five minutes and twelve seconds of darkness. So at first, I was like, "All right, it's got to be, you know, where's Aaron Rodgers going to go? Right? This is why I'm doing this whole." darkness deprivation therapy thing and see if I could, you know, see if I can channel what Rogers again. Like obviously it's gotta be between the Jets and the Raiders. Jets and the Raiders. You were really thinking about this? Yeah. And I'm going back and forth. And then I swear to you, with like a minute left before you ended up telling me, you know, that that this was over before I panicked, another team emerged from my subconscious. Wow. Yeah. Can I tell you what that team was? I can't wait. And then now I just couldn't get it out of my mind. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I can't wait. Who? I think he might go to Miami. Oh, yeah. That'd be good. Okay. Tua, they're saying all the right things, but, like, you've got a roster that's ready to win. I don't know if you can actually go into the season with just Tua. And then your backup is going to be what? You had Teddy Bridgewater last year. Are you getting that much better of a backup for the money you might spend? Love it. Okay, then I'm thinking Green Bay, I think there was already reports that don't want to send him to another team in the NFC. Then I'm thinking. So that knocks out. So that would knock out the whole NFC. So I'm thinking, all right, maybe Miami makes sense from there. We know that they've got great receivers. And I actually think Rodgers might vibe with McDaniel, with Mike McDaniel. He's just that same kind of new age, you know, kind of open to everything he's not like you know, like Mike McCarthy was kind of like a hey, old school he's like old school football guy you know there's a couple people who are like that McDaniels isn't like that at all he, he's as new school as it comes I don't know I kept thinking Miami Miami Love and it. then I couldn't get out of my head until I thought somehow the show was off the air or something <laughs> <laughs> all right so I'm gonna I, go I like with Miami I like that a lot um I think 
I do think the Raiders and Jets are probably still be in it. Yeah. Unless the Jets sign him. But uh, Miami's the, the Jets sign Miami Carr. would be yeah. the, the closest to a Super Bowl for him, right? Listen, I know that, again, it's the AFC East, so you'd have the same things with the Jets that you'd be worried about with the Dolphins. you got to play in Buffalo. you got to play in New mm. England. You know, it's going to be tough, but I don't think he cares about that. No, I think the Dolphins is a much better situation than the Jets. Now, the problem with the Dolphins obviously will be Tua, and giving up two draft picks will be – I don't know if they have them anymore. Well, you'd be doing it for after this draft anyway, right? Because right. technically Rodgers couldn't get traded till basically June is when it's going to post – so 2024 draft. See, that's what we're not thinking about. We're thinking, oh, what, who's going to have the 2023 draft picks? Uh-uh. It's the 2024 draft pick that comes into play. Yes, but I don't think that uh, – I think that the Packers, if they're given the choice between those two teams, would want the Jets picks and not the Dolphins. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he is getting traded, but, I mean, but he holds so much uh, – like just like Tyree Kill wow. basically got to choose where he wanted to go because – well, I think the Chiefs were kind of just doing him a solid there. But Rodgers can always oh. threaten to retire, and that's why he could say, listen, if you send me to the Jets, I'm going to retire. Love it. Miami. Thank God we did this exercise. Yeah, people in the chat wondering what the scarf was. I needed to put this on because we can't <laughs> get it fully dark in here because it's you know a television radio studio. Um, this was given to us by the lovely people at the Special Olympics. No, it does not have CBD in it, Tim. <laughs> I, I came to the Guys, Miami. Guys, get your, get oh, your head out of, the, <laughs> out of the gutter or whatever it is. Yeah. Weedos, yeah. come on. Heads in the bong. Uh, did you make any personal realizations? That I got nothing for you. Any um, discoveries about who Maggie Gray really is? Won't know. Couldn't, couldn't, don't want to find out. <laughs> but Aaron <laughs> Rodgers going to Miami is now, that's what I'm thinking. All right, Aaron Rodgers to Miami. Yeah. Let's check out the odds. <laughs> They're a million to one. <laughs> the no, I think the Raiders are minus two fifty. The Jets are plus two fifty. Uh and then Oh, the Raiders are minus two fifty. Yeah. That's it. Jeez Louise. Yeah. Okay. And the Packers uh are right around the same thing as the Raiders. I that doesn't make any sense. Tampa Bay's in there too. Nick in Texas. Ammonia was in the scarf. Nick. Jeez. I'm, Get dark. Yeah, uh, Nick. What? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. Yeah. Uh, poor Nick. I think whatever yeah. he took, the pie to the face might have <laughs> gone up the nasal ca- cavity. <laughs> Dairy on the brain. Oh, um, man, that was really fun. Yeah. I, w- I wish you had gone like nine minutes. I, I wish I, I think that if I had sat in the scarf a little bit longer, I think I would have come to some realizations about myself, but I was too busy on Rogers. Maybe next time I'll think about me. Uh, yeah, or maybe we should do this whenever we have a hard dilemma about Someone something. Someone goes in the scarf? Yeah, or if you have to make a, ba- a big prediction, say the Super Bowl, you should go into the scarf. <laughs> Just descend deep into the scarf. Maggie's in the scarf again. When you saw me in the scarf, did it make you want to go into the scarf? No, none <laughs> yeah. of us did. It, none of us did. You're too busy laughing at me. We immediately went into prank mode, all of us. <laughs> Connor's pushing buttons. He's like, I can kill the sound coming from this, that, and the other thing. All of a sudden, Connor turns into MacGyver. I think Stu screwed it up by going I know, in. I shouldn't have tried to film it. I should have just stayed in here and just. No, I, I respect you for trying to get up close and film it. It just freaked me out to no end, especially when you didn't answer. Well, no, he came out. He was <laughs> laughing. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen Stu laughing harder than when he came out. So like, you Hello? said, Hello? Who's there? Perloff? What's Stu, going on? Is the show on? Stu comes out, <laughs> Stu comes out double over in laughter. I had no idea you were saying, Is the show on? 
That's Sue left. Oh, <laughs> I was freaking out. That's awesome. It's that, like, that was. I'm very proud of you for doing that. That was cool because I know you don't like sitting in total silence. I do not. I I don't. I do not want to think that deeply about anything. Uh, coming up, we are still taking your last minute uh, entries. If you have any questions for the advice duck, let us know oh. about that. Well, at least we'll get back on track with the. Uh, <laughs> yes. Come on, guys. Time to get serious. Yeah, with the advice foul. Great. <laughs> <laughs> also coming up, we do have uh, the one team that's trying too hard to be the Chiefs. And later on, Perloff and I will make one big future bet that you've got to hear about. For now, though, a CBS Sports update. Here's Rich Ackerman. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Maggie, I just looked at the rundown, and I, it's just so funny to see Advice Duck in all caps sitting there later. What kind of show are we doing here? It's amazing. <laughs> I love it. Well, it is Friday, which means the Advice Duck's in the house. So, yeah, send me your questions. You can put them in the chat. We're streaming YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Maggie and Pearl, obviously. We have an email address, Perloff at gmail.com. I'm very impressed with the clarity. You came out of your five-minute darkness deprivation tank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A scarf wrapped around scarf. your head. Yep. Yeah. Your insights seemed point, on point right afterwards. You made really sound points. I, I think that's something that you need to do all the time. <laughs> Daily. When a huge life decision or sports decision comes up, I think five minutes of darkness is the way to go. Five minutes in the scarf, in the red scarf. Do you think this will help Aaron Rodgers after your little experience? You know, maybe, but I don't know about what is he doing three days, three days, two nights and two nights and one day of darkness. I thought it was four days, four nights, which I didn't understand. So what's he do during the day? I mean, four days. Like, when's the last time anyone even had a vacation for four days? Like, this is serious time. (laughs) (laughs) Those football guys have about six months off. That's true. They do have a whole off season. Because I could do four nights of darkness deprivation. It's called sleeping. (laughs) Four nights in a row. Look at you. Yeah, I mean... You're really on the cutting edge. I'm no longer afraid of the dark, and I do turn off the lights at night. Um, yeah. <laughs> you're not afraid of the dark? Wouldn't, can't relate. I'm definitely afraid of the dark. Oh, yeah, you don't like the dark. I no, forgot about that. really afraid of the dark, and watching shows like Last of Us and all that isn't helping. I am claustrophobic. Did you feel that when no, you had... No, no. Okay. Was, the, the scarf was... It was breathable material. Yeah, I'm claustrophobic and afraid of heights. Those are my two biggies. Well, the real test for the clarity scarf, maybe that's what we call it. The clarity the scarf. The clarity scarf. The real test for the clarity scarf will be does it translate to my bedding? There you go. <laughs> because if it can give me clarity on my sports bets, there you then go. really this scarf has got some magical powers. Yeah, and then it could catch fire. Everyone's going to be wrapping a scarf around their heads, sitting tight, <laughs> and then pulling up the odds. Yeah. 
So <laughs> okay. So we're gonna do the the NBA champion. I have DraftKings up. I'm looking yeah. at odds. We're gonna let's do future bets yeah. at the All Star break. Who do we think is gonna win the NBA title? Call it now. Okay, I had a problem with this exercise. What's that? I'm just to be honest here about what I did. I was looking at the odds and I said, oh, and I bet on three teams immediately because the odds were so. You already bet. I thought we were going to (laughs) wait. No, I already bet. I couldn't wait. Just looking them up, I had to jump on that because I was so panicky that those odds were going to change because they just don't seem right. Wait, between now and what? Five o'clock Eastern? Okay. Can I just say there there are (laughs) two teams. Are you live betting a future? There are two teams with wildly big lines that I don't totally understand. Okay, Before go ahead. I, this is not my team. We're picking one team each. Yeah, we're picking the one. Lakers are plus four thousand. That's high. What if they figure it out? Do I, you really think the Lakers are going to figure it out? No, but for five dollars to win two hundred dollars, yeah. yes, I do. Think. <laughs> okay. And then the Warriors are plus seventeen hundred. What if Curry comes back? No, but what's the deal with Curry's knee? I don't know. If I pet five dollars, I win ninety on that one. Also, so that's great odds war- as well. Hold on. If the Warriors played the Celtics again. And if it was a rematch of the NBA Finals, who do you think wins? Because I think it'd be the Celtics the second time. I do, but, you know, as you always say, there's a long way to go. The Celtics have to stay healthy. Actually, no, I'd take the Warriors. You would. I took the Celtics last year, and they burned me. I know. I That's think... really close. I don't think it'd be silly to take the Warriors. If they they get healthy and find a way to get out of the West, yeah, of course they could be the Celtics. No, I, I think that the Celtics are the kind of team where, like, got there one time, mm-hmm lose and then like when they come back they're like all right now we know what it takes like now we get what we're up against and you know when it gets to a game five i think you'd see a totally different thing a building step i totally understand what you're saying but those are just the long odds i think if i'm going to pick one team like how high say one of the top top eight teams should i go first yeah go ahead what do you have okay but you already put bets on three teams (laughs) i did my third team for the for the sake of the show you got to pick one i I think that the Suns are the favorite in the West, but I'm putting my money on the Clippers because it's plus 900. Wow, and you're worried about can the Celtics stay healthy and you're going to bet on the Clippers? So the Clippers and Kawhi Leonard, all they have to do is get one run of health. Don't bring in Russell Westbrook. If that rumor is true. Oh, my gosh, what a bad idea that would be. I just think those are pretty long odds for a team that has had playoff success with Paul George. And Kawhi Leonard, everything I was saying about Joker not being a playoff winning player, Kawhi Leonard has that Spurs DNA. He just knows how to play team basketball. I'm thinking that's really good odds. So I'm going to back the Clippers to come out of the West. I don't feel great about what it. Are, what are they at? What plus are they at? 900. Plus 900. Okay. So as compared to the Celtics are plus 275 and the Suns are plus 425. So I think the Clippers is the best value there. That's my most excitable bet. Is there anything exciting about the Clippers, though? No, like, they're so boring. Except for the fact I had to put money on them to even watch them. <laughs> I was going to say, is this just so that you can stay awake during their games? Yes, they are not exciting to me at all. It's weird because they are how much over the luxury tax? A billion dollars? Like, Steve Ballmer is spared no expense. They pay everybody. And it's like, it's such a boring product. I don't understand it. Like, they were on last night, and I'm just, like, trying to I know, stay that was, awake. That was really hard. It was tough. And so, but the that boring is good. It's Spurs. Kawhi is, yeah. Kawhi and Paul George isn't that exciting either. He's but good. The idea that both these guys are going to stay healthy, like, totally give me it. your five dollars and I'll just light it on fire. Well, I mean, I think the Suns are the legit favorite. I okay. love the Suns, but I, plus four twenty five. Is that what we're doing here? Can I? I why do we think the Suns thing is going to automatically work? I because said this. The, I said this the day that Durant was traded. He's first of all, you traded with some, for somebody who has a knee injury. 
So you're trading for somebody <laughs> that's who's not already a real hurt. Knee. That's not a real knee injury. Oh, that was a Brooklyn knee injury? Well, he wanted to play in the All-Star game. Okay. Yeah, that was a dumb idea, too. Take the knee injury out. Say they are somewhat healthy. How can you not say that they're the most talented team? Devin Booker has, what, a groin injury? That's a, never easy to come back from. You have Chris Paul, who barely is barely able to finish the season healthy in the later years of his career. And I just, I think they, listen, are they going to win some games? Yeah, but you're asking them to gel to the point where they would win a title over teams like the Celtics who've been playing together for years or mm. get out of the uh, Western Conference against the Warriors who have this championship core. I just I don't see it. I do. I want to. Can I hedge the Suns? Like, can I somehow yes, you hedge can short a bet? Them. You I want to short, short them. them. Yeah, not hedge them. Short why don't we do? Okay, why don't we do a bet here? Because you have a chance. I'll, I'll think of a bet for the Suns because I like. You know, you do have DeAndre Ayton. You do have Devin Booker. Yeah. You do have Kevin Durant. No, I know they went to a finals. I get it. Like, yes, you they... have a lot of elements here on paper. It's a great team. And I get that Durant about, kind of fits with everybody. I'm not worried about the gelling thing for some reason. And is that a mistake on my part? Well, because Durant's so good. Like, he'll go in, and he went into the Warriors and gelled perfectly, and they won a title. He seems like year. an easy player to gel with. Yeah. Uh, Devin Booker usually has a green light. If you take that green light away from him, is he going to be the same player? That's a good question. I don't know. I'm just – I'm really into the Suns team. But my bet would be the Clippers. I think both those teams – are kind of built like teams you see go far away. Kevin Durant reminds me a little bit when KD went to the Warriors. Yeah, I mean they're not as super teamy. No, no, but yeah, yeah, I they're get definitely it. super teamy. Who do you, so? Who do you got? Okay, because and I'm basically just doing this because I know it's going to slightly get under your skin. You did this wait, impassioned. Wait, wait. You're not going to do the Sixers, are you? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, okay. Oh wait, oh that would have been good. No, even I can't bring myself to do the Sixers. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry, you guys had the Eagles in the Super Bowl, the Phillies are in the World Series. There's no chance that the 76ers make it the <laughs> finals. If they do get to the finals, bet against them. That's all or I like, will tell you. I don't think the sports gods are really going to give us three Philadelphia teams, all three oh. major sports. What about MLS? Philadelphia Union lost in the finals as well. I Let's said not the major forget sports, them. but okay. It, yeah, okay. A good, I, soccer's awesome, but like I can't do it. No, so, <laughs> Okay. Because you went against the grain earlier in the show, and I know this player bothers the bejesus out of you, I you have given me no choice but to back the Denver Nuggets oh, at plus 800. And Jokic for the third <laughs> MVP. On. I have to do it just because I've got to. First, also, I, I think you're right. I think Jokic has got to start winning something. He's yeah. going to get all this regular season hardware. Like, you got to show out. And I think they're going to be healthier this year. Although, health, who knows? Knock on wood. Yeah, so I mean, they me do the have Denver guys Nuggets. like Michael Porter who are never healthy, but okay. Ne- I know. Uh, Denver Nuggets, plus 800. Oh, that's good odds. That's, my five, on, that's, that's my five on it. Okay. First of all, I don't hate Joker in any way. I, I don't like Westbrook, and I don't like Harden. I like Joker's game. I just don't think he should win the MVP every year. Okay. How about a side bet? Will you do even odds then? Give me the Suns and give you the Nuggets on some kind of side bet. I know the Suns' odds are a little better. Yeah, the Suns' odds are better. But do you feel confident? I and they easily could play each other in the playoffs. Yeah, that could be a really fun bet because I will I will back maybe just because we were in Phoenix. I will back my Phoenix Suns and I over will your Nuggets. and I will short your Phoenix Suns. Do I want to short them with the Nuggets though? I kind of want you. That's fair. Come on, the Nuggets are the ones. See, yeah, but what does that mean? Um. Let me think about it. Why are the Celtics the number one seed by so far away? Because they're really good. I I think so, but is it also because they're in the East and people are not taking the Eastern Conference playoffs as seriously as the Western field? I mean, I, 
think that that'd be kind of dumb, right? You have Giannis, you've got Embiid, yeah. like you have yeah. good Embiid, talent. Yeah, the Sixers don't seem to be built for the playoffs. The Heat are down. Yeah, so the Nets really, just got decimated. The so Nets got I think decimated. it's a little bit top heavy in the yeah, East. Yeah, I think it comes down to the Celtics and the Bucks are the real threats. Definitely, there. the West is pretty crazy. I and mean, we were looking at the playing tournament. Yeah, you could have Kyrie Irving and LeBron James in the playing tournament. I think that could be a really, really tough right. playoff field. Are we just not doing the obvious thing here? What's that? Should we just go with the Bucks at plus six hundred? Oh, yeah, because that's good odds, and it's the Bucks. Like. I like they that. They look good with Middleton back. That's a fun bandwagon to be on. But Although Giannis did hurt his wrist last night, we mentioned. Can we wait to see what happens there? No, you. Oh, man, this is so confusing. If you're listening to this segment, I think I've picked four teams already. <laughs> well, I'm staying with the Nuggets. Um, uh, you don't like that Lakers bet at plus 4,000? Well, I mean, for our, I got five on it, sure. Yeah, but I mean, I, I'm not a Lakers believer. Uh, Nick, though, is putting something for the advice duck, but I don't know if this is advice duck worthy. Not worthy, but it's a different vein. Would you rather be the winner of the slam dunk contest, the skills challenge, or three-point contest? Oh, for me, it's so easy. What? Slam dunk king for life. Every slam dunk champions, that's like winning the Heisman in Who NBA. Who won last year? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but I could, I could tell you 20 winners. I can't tell you who's won it. Except for Larry Bird, I have no idea who's won a three-point shooting contest. And the skills I mean, contest? Ray Allen, you could probably just throw darts at the wall, yeah, right? Yeah, I, I have uh, no idea. Reggie, um... Paige Stoyakovich, I think, won one. Those guys couldn't have all won one, did they? I have no idea. But we don't remember who won any of these. Well, we remember the slam dunk competitions from our youth. Not even our youth. We know that Zach Levine won two pretty recently. We know that Aaron Gordon was in the finals all the time. It's just recently, in the last few years, it's really gone badly. I remember I could do these dunks. If we had a, a small I could do Isaiah Ryder on the baseline. I could do... Baby Jordan, Harold Miner's winning dunk. I could do D D Brown hiding his face. I know the slam dunk contest wow. better than I know anything. <laughs> Are you you could be like that guy on Twitter does all the baseball stances, except oh, yeah. it's for dunks. Oh, there's also a guy who does everybody's dribble as oh, well. Is that right? Yeah, uh, that could be you. The problem is the rim has to be really, really low, <laughs> really low, <laughs> Maggie. I mean, like hit. like eye level. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see if we can get on that. We'll try to effort that for you. So, what would you take? You know, I want to do skills competition because I'm done first. Yeah. And then I get to just go party in Salt Lake City. Is pass into a net? <laughs> yeah. That's that my kind a, of thing. That is the dumbest all-star activity there ever was. I'm a big uh, obstacle course kind of person. <laughs> okay. I would love that. Three-point slam dunk. Eh. Whatever. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Coming up, we'll talk about interesting sound from our buddy Josh Allen. Don't move. More Maggie and Pearl off straight ahead. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.